This is a HeadGum Podcast. Um, I went to this movie, which I, I think we can call a movie with a predominantly black cast. It's like, this is a black film. Yeah. So I went to the screening in LA, and it was a majority you think white audience. I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't want to say black movie like with the stigma of black movie. You know what I mean? I just wanted to be like, this is a black movie. Right. <laughs> yeah, but we're breaking but, that. We're breaking down that stigma with this show one one movie at a time. So you right. You right. I think right. it's fair to call this a black led film. There we sure. go, brother. We getting there. So I'm watching this movie. I'm one of the only black, I guess, uh, critics or whatever the hell is there. So I'm sitting next to this guy, right? Uh, I feel like he may be a famous reviewer, so I'm scared to describe how he looks because he's got to be the only person that looks like this. So he's sitting next to me. We're in this small theater, and he's taking notes when the movie starts, kind of, you know, chuckling or whatever. Then he falls asleep, right? Just in the middle of it, snoring. Like, in the movie, sleep, snoring. Uh, So midway through the movie, I'm like, all right. We had these like reclining chairs, so I was like, if I press mine, it's gonna make his armrest move, so he'd have to wake up. So I press it, he wakes up, right? And he starts looking at the movie, and he's like, uh, 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 ha! And just starts kind of like laughing again. And then I looked to someone else, and this isn't to say movie's boring, but I saw someone else on their cell phone. Like, I literally could see her phone, and she's on Instagram. And I'm like, man, are these the people that review? I mean, again, this just happens to be a black film, but I'm saying in this instance, yeah, bro. is this what happens to black movies? <laughs> like you have people this who happens, can't... I think this happens to movies. I mean, yes, it is happening to this black movie, but I definitely think that this happens to movies. Like I definitely think that somebody's falling asleep. I definitely think that somebody's on their phone. I definitely, on Instagram, not like taking notes. I 100% think that, uh, you know, that... You know, especially because, like, you saw it on Saturday, right? I saw, yeah, Saturday, yep. It's like, this is the end of the week. Who knows how many screenings these people have been to all week. Like, they're tired. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm sure people, like, just, you know, sometimes they phone it in. Yeah. There were... I mean, no, it, yeah. It, it, yeah. No, I was, go I was just going to say there, was, there were literally, like, four people at my screening. Uh... Oh, mine was packed. Yeah, mine was packed too. Like there were there were there were empty seats in mine. Like mine wasn't sold out. But there were people in the whole house. Wow. Yeah. But mine was in the middle of the day. Person uh, said mine, mine was Go ahead. No, I was saying mine was interesting because uh it was it was very packed. There were like, you know, I guess some people bought their kids or whatever. Uh, and it kind of made it into like this party, like I, like I told you guys, like Kyrie ended up showing up afterwards. Uh, it was just interesting because for it to have, I don't know, it, I just felt like there weren't a lot of black people in that screening, and so there were like it, I just am very curious now to when these screenings of you know Uncle Drew of you know uh, was a Superfly when they happen, who is watching these movies? Like, when Entertainment Weekly sends someone out, who are they sending to go see Superfly and Uncle Drew? You know what I mean? Totally. Because I'm like, if it was the guy that was next to me going to sleep, then I'm like, oh, well, no wonder. No, no wonder people don't look at these movies well. Like, that motherfucker was asleep. Well, I'll he say- He was snoring. 
I'll say this. The yeah. person next to me, Gerard, loved the movie. <laughs> the person who sat next mm. to me, like, was dying. She was laughing at everything. She was laughing at stuff that I was like, was that even a joke? She was white. No, no, she wasn't white. She was, um, I think she was Latina. Oh. Okay, but that's, oh. but that's different. Yeah, but, That's but he's, different, I was also at a screening. He's he's going, who's going to these screenings? Right. <laughs> I'm like, but well, you think the person, that person next to oh, me. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> you think that was the person who was reviewing the movie or just somebody? She, well, that's the thing. Is she, they, who was she? Who knows? Usually yeah. for those screenings, they'll, to pack out the house, they'll invite, the, they'll invite other people too. Right. Uh, to test it. Right. Yeah, me, it was just four people. And like, literally, it was like, it was like one, two white dudes who were definitely... Uh, reviewing it because they both had notepads and they were writing. These other two dudes who like they also look like they maybe host the podcast, uh, and they were in the back and they were kind of like me and them were pretty much the only people who were laughing. And then there was like a dude who was like the secu- like the security guard was sitting like he was like the guy the security guard there, and then he like was allowed to see the movie and like came in and sat down. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, and then there was one other dude. Uh, it, it was just my uncle Drew. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. My he uncle. Said, what? He said his yeah, uncle the la- Drew. The was last there. dude, my uncle Drew, was there. God dang it! Ugh. What? So it was the Nick. two. White- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not talking keep, to you. I'm not talking to you. Keep describing. two white reviewers. It was Yo. the two other dudes who wrote a podcast. It was the security Ugh. guard and Uncle Drew. I. Nick, just start the show. <laughs> Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Honestly, you get it? that's your net swoosh. That yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not mad. All right, at yeah. all right, fine. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, I'm not mad. You know at what I mean? Right. That was the that was the the basketball court. Yeah, those uh, are the the ambient sounds of the basketball. How court. are you? How's everyone doing out there, you <laughs> listeners? What's going on? My name is Jonathan Braylock. I'm Gerard Milligan, and my name. Okay. Anyway, did he say it? No, it I can't hear. It doesn't even matter. Uh, <laughs> for those of you who like, don't, legit, did he say yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, maybe. <laughs> who cares? For those of you who are here for the first time, we are a film review podcast. We review the films of leading black actors. We talk about them in the yep. con- context of race. We talk about yep. them in the context of diversity in Hollywood. Yup. Yup. And, and and you know what we gonna do today? We doing a What's new that? film. Hot what? off the press. Hot off the press. Uncle Drew. Wait, wait, wait. What, nigga? What we doing? Mm-hmm. Uncle wait, Drew. Wait, Uncle wait, Drew. Wait, 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 wait. Starring. Who, who's, who's in this? Starring the, the preeminent actors, Kyrie Irving, Shaquille oh, wait, O'Neal. he played basketball. Wait, well, he played basketball. Chris Webber. Wait, hold on. Hey, no. come on now. Wait, none wait, of these people hey. are. Nate Robinson. Wait, wait he. That's. Well, wait, hold on. Reggie Miller. Miller. JK, oh, JK. Three point shooting, Reggie Miller? 
That's right. But the actual star of this movie is, of course, Rel Howery, uh, star of Get oh, Out. Oh, Lil Rel. Lil Rel, he is the lead. Uh, you also have Nick Kroll in this film. Oh God, Hilarious. So Hilarious. This. Tiffany so Haddish. Woo! Tiffany. And Leslie Jones? Wait, no, not Leslie Jones. Sorry. Leslie. Leslie, and Leslie, Leslie Jones. Lisa Leslie. Oh, shit. Lisa Leslie. <laughs> Lisa Leslie. And also um, the woman of my dreams, uh, Erica Ash. Uh, yeah, she's great. She's great in this. Everyone in New York seems to have met and has worked with on projects but me. But whatever. Um, now, I was just looking whatever. at her. I was just looking at her IMDb. Okay. What did you find? And I found uh, uh, that she's <laughs> what, what been working for a long time. But my question is, yeah. what do I like? What do I know her from? Like, is it Mad TV? Is that what I know her from? No, I mean, she she was she was um, she took over a uh, scary movie. I mean, I don't know if you've seen them recently, but like she was right. in like scary Maybe movie four that. or five. Uh, she was in um. um I think she was she in the Tyler Perry movie. Uh, she was in Real Husbands of Hollywood, playing Kevin Hart's um, wife. Okay, maybe it's uh, that. She was in this. She was in Phil, the show Phil Jackson writes for uh, Survivor's Remorse. So she's one of the leads of that show. Right, but I don't watch uh, Survivor's Remorse. But the other couple titles that you said are the potential ones that I know her from. Yeah. Um, mm, interesting. Yeah, movie wise, it would only be scary movie. But, she's great. You know, she was she, great in this. She was cool, but I, I also, I hate when they do this. I hate when they have an actress who is good at comedy be in a comedy and then and not, not get the to funny do one. <laughs> yeah. comedic <laughs> role. Like, yeah, I, does it make sense? I don't like that. It's, 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 it's poor, it's poor, what is it? It's not necessarily poor casting. No. But it like is, right? Like it's, it's like. It's not poor casting. It is. I, I mean, it's, yeah, but it's, and it's also poor writing. It's like. It's more that. It's poor writing. And, and direction. It's like, to give her. The, she is funny. Give her the opportunity to be funny. Like Tiffany Haddish didn't need to be the only woman in the movie who got to be funny. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, anywho, <laughs> Uncle Drew. Uh, this movie uh, we are re- we got to see an advanced screening of it, so we are reviewing this before it uh, is open. Uh, uh, has a wide release, uh, so. We do not know what the box office is for this film. Um, I think, you know... Oh, this is a good guess. What, what do you guys think? What number will this come out? I... This... You know what it is, and I know we're not getting to the to how we feel about the movie yet, but this felt like a straight-up family movie, which I haven't seen in a while. So I think... I think you can get at least opening weekend, maybe like 20. 20 do you think minutes? it's being marketed as a family movie? I don't, and I I want to yeah, talk about that. So. I do not, I do not, I do I do not think it is, but but I think, and I think that's a problem. But I do think this is like one of those old school. I, I kept thinking of Sinbad when I was watching this. It felt like one of those Sinbad, like this is for your family and for your kids. You know what I mean? And like yeah, it, it, like like Space Jam. It felt like you know if you have a kid who likes sports. You know, I would take if I had like a nephew or a niece or something that likes sports, I would take them to see this movie in two seconds. Yeah, um, I think it could do well. I mean, I don't, I don't know a number. I was gonna say thirty, PG-13. but now I feel like I'm over, really overshooting it. If if Jarrah thought twenty, um, but I, but yeah, like I, I definitely think that there's buzz around it, and 
Um, I don't recall any of the trailers at all, so I can't remember if it's being marketed as uh, family versus not. But um, uh, but I definitely think that this could get a significant amount of people to out to see it for sure. Uh, I think you guys are being really nice. Really? Yeah. I don't think this oh. is being. I don't think it's being marketed well. I do think that people will see it. I think it'll do better numbers than say Superfly, for instance, which just came out. Uh, but I think in terms of, I'll say, here's my guess. I'll say it makes 11, mm, yeah, I'll say 11 million opening weekend. Okay. Wow. Okay, that's, I mean, that's a good, that's a good estimate. That's not terrible. Yeah. This will be the weekend. Yeah, I, I'm okay with that. Uh, I mean, there's not much else coming out this weekend, like, uh, oh, well, well, Sicario is coming out. That'll probably be number one. Uh, actually, Jurassic World will hold number one. Oh, that's, it's coming out this weekend. Oh, no, that's the weekend after. The weekend after. But right, I'm saying Jurassic right. World will, will still hold. be number one. It probably will actually be Jurassic World, Sicario, Incredibles, this one. Uncle Drew? Uncle Drew. Or, yeah. Yeah. you know, or Incredibles maintains... Like stays stays pretty high for a while because Jurassic World is not getting good good advance reviews. Jurassic World will make more money than Incredibles. <laughs> There's no way that's going to happen. There's okay. no way. Okay. Yeah, uh, but it'll be, and this will be the third week now that Incredibles has been out. So okay. I think uh, I think Uncle Drew will, will open fourth, uh, and I think around 10, 11, 10, 11 million maybe, maybe maybe it'll do better. Maybe mm-hmm. it'll do worse. Uh, but maybe it do better. Maybe it do. Better. I think the reviews are going to be pretty, uh, pretty down. Mixed, mixed. Well, people going to sleep to low. I think definitely mixed to low. <laughs> uh, especially considering this is based off of a, a commercial, right? A character from a Pepsi commercial. And this is this is always really hard, right? Like I loved the MacGruber sketch on SNL. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Loved it. Found out they were doing a movie. Thought it was an insane idea. Couldn't wait to see it. Thought the movie was insane. <laughs> Thought the movie was insane. <laughs> and then what always happens is like, you know, you have an idea of what it's going to be. And then it's never going to be that because you're watching a one minute yeah. thing or a 30 second thing or whatever. All right. Well, before we yeah. go into initial thoughts, we're going to do a, a, a quick break for uh, a sponsor and we'll be right back. I'm not doing it. I'm not going on break. I'm not breaking. Wow. We have yeah, I said it. It's like, nah, we got to go on break. You right. You we right. We have to you pay right. the bills. All right. We'll be back. All right. Cool. You right. It's time for a sponsor, y'all. Yes. We got a sponsor and it's Squarespace. Squarespace. The only place to go to build a website. Yes. You can do so many cool, fun things. You can showcase your work. You can announce an upcoming event or special project. Like uh, like stop James from referencing Hancock? Wow, that would be rude. But you can do that because Squarespace, you know what? They got some beautiful templates created mm-hmm. by world-class designers. So I, 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 can like, I can go there and I just click a template. I don't have to like create it myself. You do not have to create it yourself. You don't need to know HTML or any of that. Hullabaloo. So like... I can like put in pictures like pretty easily. Yes. Just like upload them. Yes. Like a picture of like 
James standing near Hancock with a big red circle crossed out. Again, also feels rude, but you can do that. You can mm. customize the look and feel settings, products, and more with just a few clicks. Wait, so like I can sell like t-shirts which says like, stop James or like, no James. And then it's just like a picture of Hancock. Yes, because they have powerful e-commerce tools. Again, what you just said sounds rude, but they can do all mm. of that stuff. And if you have any kind of issues whatsoever, what? they have 24-7 award-winning customer support. Wait, 24 of what? 24 hours a day. Seven what? Seven days a week. Oh. Award-winning customer support. You can call them at any time, okay? Okay. Okay, but check it out. This is what you got to do because we got, we, we Wait, can hook you I up. Wait, I mean, what, you, yeah, we you got something you for up. me? You go to squarespace.com okay. slash jump. Slash jump? Yes, J-U-M-P. Mm -hmm. You get a free trial. You know, when you're ready to launch, you just got to use that offer code JUMP. You save 10%. Oh, now you're talking. Yes, 10% off your first purchase. 10%? Of okay. a website or a domain name. I like that a lot. Yeah. StopJamesNoHancock.com. Wow. Oh, Again, the things that you're suggesting are rude, but you can do all of that at Squarespace.com. I'm going to make a website with Squarespace. Make it. All right, time to talk about Uncle Drew. Uncle, I can I say this? Yeah, I did not know good. it was based on a commercial. You didn't? Oh, you didn't. I didn't. You never I didn't saw know these? until I I didn't. I didn't know it until um, one of my friends um, went to the screening with me, uh, uh, or he tried to go, um, and he said, "Oh, this is based on like yeah, a commercial or something like that." And I had. Literally zero idea. You don't remember None. these commercials? Like, didn't I remember them? Didn't I LeBron also do like yes, a, a that's sort what of I thought. similar kind of thing? That's what I thought. I thought LeBron, and then I was like, oh wait, is it just Kyrie? No, I really think LeBron also did it. I also thought that, but I don't know because LeBron played like his whole family. I want to say. Um, uh, but yeah, it, uh, but yeah, but anyway, I didn't know. maybe I'm wrong, but um. But no, yeah. there is a LeBron James commercial where he's, well, <laughs> I don't know. All right, keep, let's keep, let's go. But well, you said you didn't know it was based on a commercial. Have you seen them at all since? I, no, I, have, I haven't even looked at them yet. Nope, I didn't even look at them. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's basically this. <laughs> yeah, it's what you saw. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look, it was fine. Like, it was fine. Like, yeah, I, I don't think it would have changed how I thought about it a little bit. I, I was one of the ones who liked McGruber. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think I think especially the part of McGruber when it when they just do the sketch. That's the best part of the movie. <laughs> like when they just and that's the end of yeah, the movie when it's so just they the stick sketch. the landing. Yeah, there is. Um, but this a, one I didn't hate. There's a LeBron Nike commercial where he he's in the commercial as himself, and then he's also playing an older man. That's it, though. I thought he played like, and also there was like a kid. I, I guess thought was maybe also he's him. in the Uncle Drew. Maybe he's in one of the Uncle Drew commercials. I don't know. Um, but all right, who wants to go first? I feel like we're. Oh, this is. This is Every, the, everyone. Everyone's trying to avoid this is the commercial. Okay, I'll go. I'll go. I'll all go. Right. All right, I'm gonna be real with y'all. Nothing in me wanted to see this movie. I was hoping y'all was gonna review this without me, low key. <laughs> no way. But. I, I was low key. I was hoping I was gonna be able to get out of this movie, but no low key. <laughs> but low key, I love this movie a lot. Yo, hear me out. 
Hear me out. You love it's this only movie because, a lot. Yeah, I did. A I did. lot? It's so... Giraffe. I did. What? I did. <laughs> I did. I Yo, Giraffe. let me tell you why. You're what? <laughs> I know. I, because you know what it was? Like, the movie has a lot of problems. Like, a lot of problems. Like, I, I, I think I have a major problem with Little Rail in this movie, actually. Um, but, I, to me, the movie... It made me want to go to like a family gathering. <laughs> and, like it made me want to just. It made it made me want to be around like the older black people in my in my family and just like it felt like we were it was it felt like they were trying to tell you to honor the past, you know. And it, and it was the thing about trying to trying to to uh, believe in yourself. It was a, just a it was just one of those movies to me from the early '90s with Sinbad. Uh, that was just a family movie that was just like first kid trying to tell you to be who you can be and it was just happy and it was a little corny I thought uh, I thought Nick Kroll was hilarious every time he showed up um, he was. again they, again there were problems for sure but I just liked that it was a very happy movie honestly it was just a happy I felt good when I left it uh, yeah, and it made me want to be around family. I actually called my uncle after watching the movie for no apparent reason. I have no clue why. No, that's but, why yeah. it was the movie. It definitely was the movie. That was the reason. <laughs> but yeah, so I liked it because of that. And again, I have a little... We got to talk about Laurel in this movie for sure, but... For sure. Um, and, and Kyrie. Yes, the movie wasn't great, but I really latched on to it for some reason. I love... Right. I love that you... I know you changed your tone by the end of the review, but I love that you opened the Superfly review with I didn't like this movie at all or something like that. <laughs> or like the movie's terrible or whatever it was. But then you opened this with, I loved this movie a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, I guess I'll go next. Because uh, it's just looking at Bray's face, it seems like he's having some difficulties. I didn't like it. Um, I, I laughed so many times. I laughed out <laughs> I laughed out loud so many times. But they weren't like they weren't like guffaws. They weren't like real like they weren't in my gut. Um and the per and like I said, the person next to me freaking loved this movie. And I thought that that was great. And we had like very polite chuckles throughout the whole movie from from my mostly reviewer audience, right? So like it felt like the movie itself like okay, cool. Definitely doing its job. Loved like what do I want to say? Uh, Tiffany Haddish, I thought was great. I loved Lorel in this, um, and uh, Nick Kroll definitely kills. Um, so I thought that like all of that was fun. I would have changed some stuff. Like I would have maybe like if I were doing an Uncle Drew movie, I maybe would have like like had a different premise. Um, and then and but uh, besides all of that, because whatever the movie was, what it was, I loved I loved most of the character acting. I thought that Preacher was so funny. Um, and, uh, and then I was like completely invested in the, in the game at the end. Um, uh, and the like fun parts of the rivalry with, with Shaq was really fun. Some of the heavier stuff about it, I was like, what? But um, the like fun rivalry stuff was like, was cool. Um, so yeah, so like I didn't, I didn't love the movie, but completely agree, like family, all that was great. The heart stuff of it was definitely there, and I thought that there were definitely some great moments from people throughout. Okay. 
<laughs> John, 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 John. Just these are just initial thoughts. When we really get into it, you okay. can, you'll hear. You'll hear. Should I just say? Should what, I skip? You should say what your initial thoughts are. Um, sorry, I just was checking the credits to make sure that this movie wasn't written by Tyler Perry. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. Wow. No, I was don't, just checking. No, no, no. I was just checking the credits to make sure that I don't even it know. wasn't, in fact, no. written by Tyler Perry. I don't even know if that's a diss. Is that a diss? It's, I don't know. It's not a Yes, here. that's a diss, James. Be, be, I don't know. Look. I'm not going to take people's joy away. He's a... He's a I'm not going to take people's joy away. Lil Rel, Lil You're Rel doing it. Great. Lil Rel was great. I thought he was really great. I really... I want to see him lead movies more. Yeah. Um... He had a he. It's it's crazy because in Get Out, he's definitely not the straight man. Like he ha, he's like the crazy like you know what I mean like friend yeah. or whatever. And in this movie, he had to be the straight man like he because he was the protagonist, which is unfortunate. Which is I would say, which is unfortunate because it's like it's not his. I don't think it's his wheel. His wheelhouse isn't being the straight man. Yeah. But I thought he did a really good job at uh, doing that, considering like he basically had to act against uh, basketball players who, you know, Shaquille O'Neal has some acting experience. He's obviously been in Kazam and And, <laughs> Steel I, and, and I'll even say Steel. Yeah. Steel. It shows too, I think. Yeah, I think I think I think I think Shaquille O'Neal like had the most like character, like acting moments that, you know, I mean, cool man, like Kyrie doing his Uncle Drew thing, people like it, you know. Um, it's a fun, I, I kind of was actually, here's my thing. I probably was too, I, my expectations for this movie were maybe too high. I actually thought it was going to be like really fun and funny movie for Mm -hmm. me. And then, uh, my main complaint is just that I was just disappointed that they like try to be a morality play. Like I, I was like, even though that's what Jarrell likes about it. I, I, I personally was like, why? Like, this is such a dumb premise. It's silly. It's a bunch of basketball players dressed up as older people schooling, you know, young people playing basketball. Just, uh, you know, just have it be the comedy that it is. Like, why are you trying to teach me lessons? Like, and I and I get it. Like, if if people think are like this is made for families, but I'm like, but my whole thing about that is like, well, if it's made for families, then you made it wrong because it's PG thirteen. It's like there's some stuff in it that actually isn't for families. You know that. uh, so like it didn't feel like it was for, it felt like it was for teens and like teens and up and, yeah. and there were some things that I was just like are you what are you like like I just didn't buy the premise of young people don't understand the game nowadays I don't even know like who who is he talking who are about the, who are these people yeah <laughs> because because he would be talking about himself, himself. <laughs> exactly and like yeah. I was like I don't understand who you're talking about what you're talking about especially since Here's a here's a great example of of what kind of annoyed me about some of the, about that stuff because it was so consistent throughout the movie because they were like this is the theme of the movie, uh, they have a dance off, right in a club. Oh come on, John! But Not here's the my thing: off. their moves were new moves. I was like, you're just doing an old person doing dance moves from the 21st century. So you're not yeah. doing old versus new. You're just doing 
You're just a young person dressed up as an old person doing young person moves and saying no. that you're showing up the young people who are just who are no, just. No, they would do. A, so, I have. They so would do much, old dances. They so were doing very little, very little old dance. Moves. I have so much to there say. There was a lot of shit. There was a lot of like old, like you know what I'm saying. Old the old versus new aspect of this movie is, I think, w- one of the biggest ways that they failed and. Uh, that's one of the biggest things that I would change. Yeah, because it's like, it's either do it right or just don't do it. Like, because we don't actually care about that, to be honest. And I didn't care about the relationship between him and Shaq personally. I understand they were trying to put some heart in the movie, but like, for me, it was just like, what they had so many scenes where like the music would swell up and it'd be like this big, like, thing, this moment had. And like sometimes it was punctuated by comedy, but like some a lot of times it wasn't. Yeah, it was like no, this is the movie. And I was like, what are we doing? This Just is the be message. funny. Like I don't. This is a comedy. Why are you teaching me things? Like you're not. Whatever uh, that, and that's why I felt like it was a Tyler Perry movie. But you know, if you yeah. liked it, that's great. Let's I just, just don't. Yeah. I don't like that we're using I'm, Tyler Perry as an insult to the movie. I just don't think we should. Well, I'm not saying it's an insult necessarily. Okay. I'm just saying. Oh, you're not? Hmm. I'm just saying I don't like those. Uh, this is the one of the problems I have with Tyler, one of the problems I have with Tyler Perry movies is that mm-hmm. this whole like he's trying to teach a moral, but I'm like, one, you're no expert. You you you're not laying the groundwork for me to even like buy into the thing that you're trying to teach me. And two, it's a comedy. Just. Just be funny. Like, that's why Nick Kroll, like, stole the show for some of the movie. Because right. and even though he's, like, the only white actor, and it's because he's just in a pure comedy. All his scenes, pure comedy. You know, even, like, like that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're going to set up, like, like, the whole, like, Rel, like, is afraid to shoot and afraid of basketball. Like, that's a funny thing to have because it's, like, such a lame you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's 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 not it's it's such low stakes, and they're treating it like such high stakes. That's great, but things like you're my best friend, and I che- I I slept with the girl that I slept with your girlfriend, and then I never apologized for it. Like that's actually super high stakes, and now I don't believe it. Yeah, because now you have to do real acting. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not, and it's not funny. Yeah. And they, and we also only <laughs> really deal with that for a scene. You know. We only really deal with that, right? Even though they keep bringing it up, mm-hmm. they keep bringing it up. But then, but then that is only really brought into it for it's 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 a scene, it's one scene, it's a couple of well, lines, really. Well, the the conclusion, the resolution yeah. of it, yeah, yeah, the resolution of it was so unbelievable, yeah, <laughs> because it's it was like thirty years, and and after this whole time, he still won't say sorry, still won't say sorry. Yeah, he's basically forced to say it and then finally does. And then he's like, that's what I was just waiting for that whole time. I'm like, really? Anyway. Uh, I mean, but, you know. Some of it, like, ugh. The, wow. well, okay. some, I got thoughts. I, I, I hear your, I hear what you're saying about it, uh, uh, John. The acting was, I like the heart they tried to add. I just think they needed different people to act that stuff out. Like, I thought Erica did great because, you know, she's more of a, Actress slash comedian, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. But little rail, rail, dog. I I like rail, but this this movie felt like it was written for Kevin Hart, straight up. Like between the short jokes, how fantastic rail was playing it, the finger points. But that's like 
Isn't that a straight? Isn't that a? Isn't that like? Isn't that the black straight man though of like any kind of comedy like this? Like they're shorter, well, my, well, they're my, loud, they're. Well, my thing is he was doing Kevin Hart mannerisms, like you know Kevin Hart does the finger points, like you know, like I, I know you guys can't see me, but he does like the finger points with both hands, and Rel was doing that literally the entire the entire movie. <laughs> it was so much so that while watching the screening, I I think I audibly said out loud. Is he supposed to be Kevin Hart? I, I it just it kept throwing me off. It just kept throwing me off. And then there was a moment of when Rel was supposed to like stand up to Uncle Drew and say, "You know, man, I love the game. The game is more to me than anything. I saw those things." And I was like, "He's this. This is weird." It was just, it was like this is supposed to be a real emotional moment, and I'm like, "This is very weird" because I'm looking at Kyrie in face makeup, <laughs> and I'm looking at Rel, and like it's just. <laughs> None of the stuff that was supposed to happen in that scene happened. Like, honestly, and I know I said I love this movie. I did think it was fun. I only really liked this movie when Shaq or uh, or Nick Crow was on screen. Like, I needed one of them on screen. I just needed, I needed to see one of them. That's like a third uh, of the movie. <laughs> I know. You just described one third of the movie. Wow. What I needed a... more. I needed so you more. liked a third of the movie. I mean, no, I liked it. I liked the heart that was behind it. It's just that I will, I do, to what John was saying, I do understand that, like, sometimes the acting moments, I just, yeah, I get it. It was rough. But to me, I was watching, like, a family kid movie. And when I used to remember those old Sinbad movies, I wasn't really watching it for the acting. I was like, oh, man, this is cute or fun. So I kind of. I know. My only thing is, like, I feel like those movies, like, first kid and, like, jingle all the way, like, those were actually kids' movies. Right, you know what I mean? Like no, they I, were targeted towards young people and families, and this—I don't, I don't personally feel like this one was. And I think those movies were PG. You know, yeah, Jingle All the Way was PG. First Kid is definitely PG. There's no way that movie's not PG. What if First Kid was? Yeah, rated R. <laughs> yeah, First Kid is also PG. What if we learned right now that it was rated? <laughs> Uh, oh, that's right. He said fuck a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that was his whole thing. And there's that weird sex scene. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I mean, the movie start. Here's my thing is it's hard because it's hard for us to review this movie because we are comedians. And, like, this is this movie, even more so than anything else, is in, like, our wheelhouse. Like, if they commissioned us to write this script, like... Oh man, it's this, game over. Oh, it would have been fire. I'm just been, saying, yeah. like, I, like, I mean, like, not even to be like that cocky about it, but I'm just like, all I was thinking was like, I could have written a better script than this. Yeah, like, I, I was just like, even like, and some of the editing too, like in the beginning, like it starts with thirty for thirty, right? And I was like, what a great opportunity to make this like a real, like it, like as if this was a thirty for thirty doc. Yeah. You know what I mean? I thought it was gonna be like that. I thought it was gonna be like that. Yeah, but they like, like the whole movie. But the whole movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah but they yeah. like didn't go. Oh, they went completely away from it. And then like the thirty for thirty didn't even feel like a thirty for thirty. You know what I mean? Like it, like the yeah, the parody of it like wasn't right. Like yeah. it was like kind of funny, but they was like at the end of the day, it was just like oh, I don't know. I could just see. It was fun. It was like I was. I like what they were going for. They was trying to set this vibe. Uh, did you guys like the beginning of this? Like the whole like. You know, oh, the best player is Uncle Drew. Like, nobody like Uncle Drew. He could do this. He was eating with a, a ham sandwich in his hand. 
That was like the high. Yeah. That was like the most heightened. Yeah. That, I, I. Oh, go ahead. No, no. I love. I thought the movie was going to be just like that. I loved it. I thought the opening of this movie was so fun. Even had Matumbo doing the the finger points. I was like, this is great. I yeah. thought it was. I, yeah, I wish the movie was like a documentary of like these old uh, basketball players trying to win the big game. You know. Yeah, I thought. I thought like all of that was funny, and I thought like uh, it was. I liked the promise of Uncle Drew. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have changed. I would have changed this framing though. I did like the uh, ultimately having seen the whole movie, um, but at first I really did enjoy like sort of the setup of who he was and the and the, the mystery right. of, of him and yeah, uh, and then. And then we get like to Lil Rel. Oh, they're oh, because basically the thirty for thirty goes into. But here's the new, like the new face of the thing. It's like this, this dude, whatever. He, <laughs> who is he? Is he? He's just an actor, right? Yeah, he's. Or, I mean, he or looked he like a, he could have been a basketball player. Maybe he is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I couldn't tell who that guy. The, the little guy. No, the main. The, no, the the the. Oh, the main dude. Yeah, I couldn't tell who he was. I'm trying uh, to yeah, me too. I can't find him. Uh, you know, Casper. He, he's like a good basketball. Yeah, Casper. He's like a good basketball player. Uh, you know, he's a, he's like the next big thing, and uh, basically he's on Lorel's coaching him, and so he's gonna win, uh, because he has him. But Nick Kroll comes in. Nick Kroll is like his, uh, basically, his nemesis, and. Uh, oh, his name is Mookie. <laughs> right. Very funny. Uh, and, uh, yo, why is he not on IMDb? This is, like, so crazy. Yeah, it's very his name is His name is his name is A.G. I think he might play for um, the Orlando Magic. I'm like... Yeah, he's not uh, He's not even credited on this. Which is weird, because he's... Yeah, he plays for... So plays much for of the movie. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so, so yeah. he, was he a is a basketball player. player. All right, so, yeah, and, uh, I mean... This these scenes were fun, you yeah. know. Uh, you had Lil Rel kind of like going off, at, at, you know, being like, "No, don't pass the ball." Like, you are the only one to shoot. Not this dude. Not that dude. Not that dude. You know, <laughs> you're better than all of them. Not black Chris. Oh, not white like Chris. <laughs> what's, what's the dude's name? <laughs> it's like two different. It's like two Derricks or something. <laughs> it's like <laughs> that was funny. Okay. Yeah, I liked all that. Yeah, I think yeah. And I liked I mean, yeah, like I it was fun. And I liked the setup of, you know, um, Nick Kroll. Nick Kroll and 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 the pa- the the sort of the the fact that this the past is haunting Lil Rel, right? Because he got blocked. Yeah, like that is cool. Like it, it was. It felt not. This felt very much like the. Um, this felt very much like that. We talk about this a lot of like how we have to see a flashback of the lead black. That's true. Kid. Um, you know the soul plane or whatever, but I, but it was nice. It was like I just seemed like yeah, no, he really cares about the game. Go ahead. Just so y'all know, this goes to Jonathan Braylock and James the Third. I hate you guys because as I'm thinking about things I want to say about this movie, it's making me slowly hate this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta say the stuff like, that you like. No, yeah, the thing is, like- I'm trying to think about. I'm trying to think about what I like. And the thing is, 
honestly, I, again, I like the whole the idea behind the movie and like the feeling you kind of get from it. But when I think about actually watching it, I only can think about happy moments when Nick Crow is there. And I think about Little Rail. And I, and again, like Rail's a cool dude. Like I like Rail, but for some reason, I just. But remember, you called your uncle after this. I really do but think that if that happened after you watched this movie, you had a good time in the movie. You're right. I, I really do. My thing is, go ahead. Because I'm trying to think about this one. Because I'm talking about, I'm, I'm thinking about this moment when you see Casper and Rail in the gym for the first time, and it's like for some reason I think I was already off put by Rail at in this opening moment because it was so Kevin Hart esque. And like Kevin does a very unique thing. Like Kevin, I mean, is, and again, I like d- didn't it's so. See wait, that. I'm interested to know because you, I I hear what you're saying because like for sure it is like Kevin. If Kevin Hart was in this movie, I could easily see Kevin Hart being in this movie, right? Like it's a very yeah. it's a role he plays a lot. But I, I guess I'm interested in knowing why you're comparing him to Kevin Hart. But like, do you do that with other like? Would you compare like Kevin Hart to like Chris Tucker or like Martin Lawrence? You know see, what I mean? Like, see, no. No, but this is my the thing. I, the reason I wouldn't is because I do think in when it comes to like even you know Will Ferrell versus um, Steve Carell, I think comedians have a certain style that is the thing that they do. Like for instance, Chris Tucker, Chris Tucker to me is always like extremely confident. His voice is very high pitch, but he's like mad urban and like kind of smooth esque. You know what I mean? Like. Dave Chappelle, if he's in the movie, has that kind of weed head vibe of like, huh, huh, what, like doesn't know what's going on. JB Smooth kind of has that. But Kevin Hart, the thing about Kevin Hart, and again, Kevin Hart's mannerisms to me are the things that like people come out, like people go out to see. Like Kevin Hart is little. Like he does, I keep saying finger points only because Ro did it so much that it bothered me. Like Kevin Hart does that, eh, eh, like the, what is happening? Like he does a thing <laughs> and literally the whole time Ro was doing this movie, there were so many finger points. There were so many like, ah, that ain't me. It, it just, I, and it, it may it may not be on purpose, and I normally don't do this, but I just could not stop seeing Kevin Hart or like feeling like this was a Kevin Hart impression. I will say I uh, felt like he. I didn't see the Kevin Hart impression. I probably would have to just watch it again, and it'll probably be very obvious. Yeah, but um, uh, I will say that it did feel out of his character felt out of character for him. You know, I'm thinking of how funny he was in Get Out as like the the sidekick kind of character. And like, and I don't know, like I definitely felt like a disconnect between Lil Rel, who I think is very funny, and then the part that he was playing in this, which I also thought was funny, but I felt a disconnect between him and the the role itself. Uh, I think it's because he was playing, he had to play the straight man in a way that like was, he had to like constantly, constantly throughout the whole movie to the point where you're like dude just chill right yeah you know what i mean like he had to keep pointing out how weird everything was you know and, and, and then and because he's great at improv i'm sure he's improving mm-hmm. all over the place yeah um and so like what we get we're like scene after scene after scene of him being like like what are you talking about it's cold in here it, it, it's it's hot in here like why are you cold like why, why are you doing this? Like, the, you're old. Like, you can't do this. You can't do that. Why are you doing this? Why are we going here? Why are we doing that? Why are we doing this? Why are we doing that? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, there were funny There were funny things to come out of that. Uh, but it's tough for the character to be like the one. It's like, this is very inside baseball, but like, there's like UCB. Like, you know, there's like sometimes like UCB comedy where, improv comedy where you go and you see something and you're like, 
you're like, would you, would you as a real person constantly be calling Yeah, would you call out every weird thing? Every weird thing that you see? Like, wouldn't at some point you just be like, just like, and it's funny, like there was a line he had, I think it was the car where he was just like, you know what? I'm just not going to let it go. I'll just let this go. And I kind of wanted that to be like his character's mantra sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) Um, uh, so it was, it was, it was tough. I, I did think he did a really great job. I thought it was just a tough role to do, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think it was tough. Uh, I'm so, you just I wanted it to be like, Kevin Hart. Yeah. Well, I didn't think it was tough. I just thought it was like, this is a, like, this is a, this is a straight man role. It's a straight well, yeah, man role. But, and I think. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I keep like, interrupting. Like, no, but it's like, it was difficult to me because like, again, watching this movie and I think. I'm about to jump around a little bit, but one of the things I liked about Girls Trip is that Girls Trip allowed Tiffany Haddish to do her funny thing without relying on it. Like, I felt like she would have a funny moment and then it was done. You know what I mean? Like, I think we got into this world where, thanks to Judd Apatow, like, there were so many good improv movies and things like that that people started relying on improv to, like, make a movie funny. Um, instead of re- making your script funny and letting, like, the script be funny and then, like, you know, as improvisers, you will add a line afterwards. You know, or maybe, like, Right. After a couple of times, just do a different take. Whereas this movie, I felt like it was so, especially early on between like Rail and Tiffany, it felt like they were just doing a bunch of improv. But I personally didn't like it. Like I, I, I it, like I love Tiffany Haddish, but in this movie, I was like, ugh, I'm so annoyed. I was so annoyed. I was like, you took you took these two actors who had, I guess, supporting roles last year, and I totally get the understanding behind it. And they were and dope they, supporting roles. They were actors. They were a couple in. Carmichael show. Right. Yeah. So, so everything about it made sense. It was just like, if it, it felt like they just, you just let them do what they wanted. And it, it, I don't know if it was helpful. I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was helpful. It felt like, I don't know, maybe someone should have reined them in a little bit. It just, I, for me, those parts, them together in particular, just didn't hit. Like when Tiffany and, and, and um, Nick Crow got together, I was like, yeah. This is fun. Like I don't like yeah, because they were two weird peas in a pod. Like Bizarro. That was a. They were a Bizarro couple. Here's the thing about Nick Crow's character, and I think the reason that it worked so well for me is that it was so clearly defined. Like it was such a clear villain archetype. This dude who was his motivation was like, I have a rivalry in my head. Even though Lil Rel was like not really participating, he was like he, he, you know, he says it in the one scene where he's, you know, on Sports Center or whatever, getting interviewed, and he's like, he's like, and they're like, "What keeps you going? You have all these wins," and he goes, "You know, rivalry, man. There's a one person out there. You, he knows who he is. You know, like I'm a, he, you know, I'm gonna come after him." And it's like, it's like he just created this whole world in his head where he's like, "I gotta top this dude," and that's what makes me feel good about myself. Is like my purpose in life is to beat you, you know? And so he gets to be a dick, but we get where he's coming from. Whereas for me, Rel's character, in terms of the writing, like I I actually didn't understand who he was. Like, so, because we're supposed to believe he's super in, he, he actually believes in the heart of the game. I didn't know if we're supposed to be like, he believes in the heart of basketball, but, uh, but Nick Kroll doesn't? I don't think that's true. You know what I mean? Like, what does Nick Kroll's character, yeah. what does his character actually do that shows that he doesn't believe in the heart of basketball? Nothing. In fact, 
Rel does a lot of things that shows that he that he does it. Not not even just the money thing. The fact that in the beginning he was just telling everybody to pass to the one dude. He was playing isolation basketball, which isolation basketball. If we are actually doing the theme of old school versus new school, it's like that's the stuff that like people say all the time. Like that's why a lot of people like the Warriors today is like, oh, they play team basketball. Whereas, and I think I think finally the NBA is like getting away from this because the Warriors have done so well. Uh, but there used to be this thing of like, oh, you play isolation, and then you get a bunch of superstars, and everybody else doesn't really matter on the team. But the thing is, that's what Uncle Drew was in the movie. Yeah. Is that they said Uncle Drew, like the other people kind of didn't matter, even though he, ca- he cared about his teammates. But then again, no, he didn't because he cheated. You know what I mean? Like nothing was consistent. Like I actually had no idea what the movie was trying to say. Like it kept yeah. saying what it was trying to do, but it undermined what it wanted to do. So like for me, like Rel's character, I was like, I don't know. I don't know what he's about. Like he's an orphan. Okay. Like we know the facts. Like he's an orphan. He's poor. He, ha- he works at a footlocker, so he doesn't have that much money. He depends on his girlfriend for everything, for rent, for, like, you know what I mean? Like, it seemed like he's just basically mooching off of her, which is, like, not a cool thing. But then we're supposed to not like her. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and then Couldn't why do we, like, support him? him, though? Couldn't she just yeah, support him? Just support him? For what? Like, what was his dream? To win a basketball tournament? <laughs> to be the coach of a basketball tournament? And, like, we, I don't even get the sense that he was really passionate about being a coach. Right. You know? And, like, yeah. we do have, like, a couple scenes where he's, like, trying to draw out plays and they're trying to show, like, that he is a good coach. But we never really see it because the first time we ever see him, he's not being a good coach. Right. The dude passes to a wide-open person and he blows the whistle and he's like, no, don't you ever, (laughs) don't you pass? I don't care if he's open. You shoot the ball. That's not a good coach. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't, what is his character? And that's when it's really hard to get comedy when you, when your or your whole comedic thing is just to call out how everybody else is weird, right? Because that gets tiring. Yeah, especially for a, a movie. And then and then the problem that I had with it is everything everybody has said so far. Um, but then on top of that, the movie is so weird. The things that are happening are actually so bizarre that like you that I stop understanding why Lorel is even doing any of the stuff. Right. Like, like. Why, like yes, you need a team because you want to try to win this thing, but you they're not gonna win. Like it does not seem like you have any reason to believe that they're going to win. Right. <laughs> um, so like why are you even still here trying to do any of th- like like what is what is the real Because he put driving? five thousand dollars into the tournament. Right. No, yeah, but it's like it's like uh, he has nothing else. Okay, yeah. He has he has nothing else. I, I mean I think that's what it is. He's to be. all alone. Um, uh, right. Oh my God. And like, that was the other thing is like, that's what comes in at the end of the movie is the fact that, like, this is his family. And I was like, what? wait, what? Yeah. That, I, so, yeah. I, and so that's what I'm saying. Like, if I, if, if I were doing this, I would have redone it and I would have had, I would have actually had, like, that'd be the main reason. That'd be it. He needs a family. He needs a family. Boom. You know? Um, uh, uh, great. Then that's his main motivation. Everything Guys, makes Low key, we should have wrote this movie. Like honestly, I don't think we've ever said this out loud on a podcast. But I'm yeah. like, you know what? This movie had a lot of promise. Like we could have, we should have did, we should have wrote this movie. <laughs> it did have a lot of promise. That's yeah. my thing. Is like I want to, I want p- people who went and saw it and liked it. Like, uh, 
and maybe they've turned this off already. Oh yeah, because no, I think we're just gonna crap on it all the whole time. Uh, but but just to give you a little, you know, life uh, <laughs> wrath saver. Uh, we I did think I did laugh in this movie. I thought there were parts that were really fun. I was excited to see it because I thought it was a fun premise. Like even though it's based off a commercial, it's still like a fun thing. Like all right, we're gonna have a bunch of. NBA stars, most of who are old school, which I like. It's like Kyrie is actually like in his prime right now, but they had, but then everybody else are like players who are like out of the league. You know, Shaq, Chris Webber, like Nate Robinson's out of the league, right? Yeah, Nate Robinson's out. You know, yeah. So know. you have like a bunch of like, <laughs> old, like you know what I mean, like, like late like nineties and then to like early two thousand player uh, players uh, who are all good, who are all great in their day. It's like basically. It is like a Space Jam type of team, you know, Shaq, Chris Webber, Reggie Miller, Nate Robinson. That's a great team with Kyrie Irving. That's a great mm-hmm. team, you know, um, and it's fun. Like, and I love their all their little characters, like Preacher's like crazy and like him, like doing the stuff with the baby was Yo, super was fun. So funny. Uh, you know, you have uh, uh, you have Reggie Miller, who's like blind. <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, I love it. Uh, you have Nate Robinson, who's like in a wheelchair and like not like can't walk anymore. Also, doesn't speak. You know, like that's great. Like this is all like fun stuff. Like Uncle Drew, I actually think is like the weakest character of all of these, even though he's the titular character. Uh, uh, but people love that. Like that's what they're coming for the movie for. And like you know, he does the young blood thing. Like. Uh, yeah. There was one scene where he said young blood maybe ten times. And I was just like, What do you mean young blood? Wouldn't he say something else? <laughs> like, isn't there another also, thing he would say? They just needed to give him a better script so he didn't have to improvise. I would have been like, Don't improvise. Yeah. Just improvise very little. Do I really this. there were parts You're not an actor. <laughs> not to only say things that I didn't like about it, because I started my initial thoughts with or I, I didn't start my initial thoughts, but I said in my initial thoughts there were things that I did like about it. And there were. Um, but I, I, I really couldn't get into the, let me teach you something. Every time that was happening, I just didn't buy it. It was like, I need an actual old person in order for this scene to have the heart that it's supposed to have. Right. Cause like clearly we were supposed to be feeling like, yeah, these are lessons being learned and blah, blah, blah. Like I just, ne- I never, never, never well, bought into it. Here's my thing about it. I am fine with that if I have firm reasons of what it is that old school is do, does yeah. that new school doesn't. Yeah, and I yeah. never understood it. Yeah, the, the entire movie, I never understood. And Even the scene where he was saying like one, like you know what I mean, like you got too cocky. I was like, cool, people were cocky in the old school. There's no way that people yeah. weren't cocky. What are you mm-hmm. talking about? Mm-hmm. And then he was like. He's like two, like you know, like I, I, I forgot what the other. Re- but he just kept doing this these is things. The 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 game, like when we first meet Uncle Drew, like yeah, when oh, you yeah, first yeah. meet him, like when he's like schooling this new dude, mm-hmm. you know, and like it is a funny thing to see an old person like, like people be like he's old, and then all of a sudden he like crosses you up and yeah. then like shoots a three over you, like that's like a funny thing, but because like that's what we're about to see. For like the entirety of the movie, it's like that can't be the only thing. So we have to have a character. We just need him to have a, a belief system that is set up in 
very clear in the beginning so that we know the comedy that will come. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we know this guy will do this. Uh, uh, yeah. You, uh, oh, Color Purple, right? Like, Oprah Winfrey's character, she is... Uh, we know that if somebody talks smack to her, she's not going to take it, and she's going to hit that person. Like, if somebody hits her, she's going to hit back. So there's comedy that's derived from knowing that is going to happen. Yeah. With Uncle Drew, it was like... What? Yeah. What is it? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, like, just and, like him, he's old? And that's why... But that... And so then that's why it's then also a problem for me that he's not actually old. Because then it's like, it would at least be funny if an old man was like, nah, fuck that. We playing this. Right. And he was actually an old man. Like, <laughs> actually exerting his... Right age old wisdom or whatever but then when it's like but no that's just a young guy who's pretending to like i i get i'm immediately aware of the costume and the makeup and the when the only joke is he's old right anyway that was my right because he's not actually because <laughs> he's not he's actually old and then, it's just like, and then it's just like what then what one is of the <laughs> one of the easily the top 10 in, in the top 10 basketball players uh, in the nba right now <sighs> uh if not in the top five, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah you're absolutely right. It's like, what? I don't get it. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but there were fun moments. I mean, like, what? So, what were some fun stuff? What? Yeah, what's some fun stuff for you guys? I mean, Nick Kroll, just like I mean, it's tr- yeah. So every funny. time Nick Kroll showed up, I was a fan. Like so honestly, funny. every single he had his own theme music half the time. Like he was great. Um, uh, it's true. I, I'm I to think the f- actual funniest part of the movie, or at least the part that I laughed the hardest on, like I laughed really hard at this. <laughs> it was towards the end when they're at the club and, uh, <laughs> and uh, they're about to kiss, <laughs> but <laughs> but they don't kiss and they're getting really close. They're like definitely a centimeter apart. It's like just close your lips and you have kissed. <laughs> You're talking and about Rel and Rel and and uh, and Erica Ash, and then and the 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 old dudes are like watching them, and they're just ca- narrating it. That shot that made me laugh so hard. That was a fun. I like that. like that I fun. thought that that was so funny. Uh, uh, yeah, that that, that part fun. made me laugh really hard. Uh, that probably was probably. I mean, I like the dancing. Like, I do think they did old school dances in that. Um, dance. I like the dancing. It was very random, but also I think the young people were right because they're old dudes in a club. Like, yeah, like they shouldn't be in a club. Why did they go to a? Cl- I still don't understand why they were old dudes in a club. Why didn't they go out to dinner? Why didn't they go? Why were they in a club? Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. They're in a club because it's a very, it's a, such a staple. Yeah, they had to. They premise. had to go to the. Club. But that's my thing. It was like it wasn't. New, it wasn't anything new. Like, so many of these things, I was like, but I've seen this. I've seen this in movies time and time again. Like, old people dance. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, I mean, like, I mean, that's what gr- Girls Trip did the same exact scene. Yeah. It was like, there are older yep. women in the club. They step up to younger girls and, and they have they a dance And they really off. did it, though. Like, it was definitely like, right. okay, yeah, this is their, this is their generation uh, dancing. This the new generation right. dancing. I mean, we um, see it all the time. So I was just like, if you're gonna do a premise, we see all the time. Like, ha- like it would have been fun if they did like 
to me, I would, it would have been fun if they did like a Jackson Five like type of yeah. dance step, like swinging or whatever. Like not trying to do shimmies and Harlem shakes. Like, yeah, or like, if they would have. Or, which is what's funny about seeing them in old age makeup, mm-hmm. is if they were actually just like stellar at present day dances. Like if, like right. if they if they had done that and they were even they even danced better than right. than them, then that would have been hilarious. But I would they, have loved that. But, but then they, they didn't. didn't do that. Yeah, they didn't they, dance better. They half. They were. You were did. like, oh, you dance better than I think an old person should be able to <laughs> right, dance. Yeah. But you're not better than this other freaking group that's like literally break dancing on the. Floor. They, I was <laughs> like, they, they got a real dance crew. They did like a weird hybrid of old school and new school that never quite trumped what they were doing. What what the what the dance crew was doing. And it, it was just like, yeah. okay, well. I also I just thought it would have been funny if like they did like an old school dance and then people were like, <laughs> just like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> There's just crickets. Just crickets. They're People like, le- they leave they're the like, club. They're so you right. <laughs> you right. You right. We basketball yeah. players. We can't dance. <laughs> yeah, I did like when um Shaq was trying to find a TV, and for some reason he was just bare assed at the end. Hilarious. Like, yeah, oh, that was very funny. People just. It that was, was funny. Like, it was. It was funny. Like Shaq, and yeah, I need to see Shaq and more combis. Because he was so Shaq loose funny. the whole time. Shaq was great. So yeah, Shaq loose. was really good. Him as the dojo, like him like teaching karate funny. Him like literally punching Kyrie, like knocking him out like yeah. <laughs> immediately. That was funny. Um, I really liked Preacher. It was Chris Webber, right? Yeah. I thought yeah, Chris every scene with Creature with with Creature with Preacher was funny to me, particularly his his introduction scene. Um uh, but like even just throughout, like his that, general thing yeah. was very funny. That the and uh, uh, Lisa Leslie, her character was kind of fun, like chasing them and yeah, and that was yeah. Like, the most that I actually the, the 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 parts where I really liked what Rel was doing was her was with like Preacher and and uh, and I forgot what Lisa Leslie's character was, but like yeah, uh, uh, b- uh, they Deidre? kept saying it. Um, Deidre? No, no, it, uh, Betty or something. It was like something with a B. They kept they kept oh, saying yeah, it. I'll Be- find it. Betty Lou. Betty Lou. Betty Lou. They like every Betty every Lou time every time she pointer. yeah every time she made a shot. Betty Lou. Yeah. It was, they, it was just her and Uncle Drew. They didn't say anyone else's names. Right. right? They didn't right. celebrate anybody else. Uh, but yeah, he he was just like what? She got a bet. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't very Christian like. Also, like yeah. Rel, like in the in the church, being like, "Hold up, no, Uncle <laughs> Baby, you can't, you can't dunk a baby. You take you, what you do is you take the baby, take a little bit of water, you do a little, do a little sprinkle, you do a little bit of sprinkle, and that and that's it." And then Uncle Drew's like, "Hold up, hold up." He's like, "No, no, Uncle Drew, I got this. Oh, you can't dunk a baby. <laughs> what you you got? You guys letting them dunk a baby?" And they're like, "You're right. That maybe we shouldn't do this." Uh, Come that on. was so Kevin Hardy. I can't, okay, I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm not gonna say it. I'm done. Okay, I don't think his delivery it. in that was Kevin I think Hardy. I think it's unfair. To I, yeah, because it's hard because is like, it? he has it his is, own. It is. Head. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why it's hard. It's hard because I don't necessarily disagree that similar, he had to do he had to do stuff that Kevin Hart would have killed, but like it's not. But like it's like. I could have heard anyone saying those lines. Like, you can't dunk a baby that way. Like, that was the thing that was funny about it. I mean, you like, the thing that was funny about it was that he... I don't know. Like, I feel like, I feel like any... Whoever no, played right, that part no, would have had to... 
Here's the difference between No, listen, if, if, I, if, I, if, I, if I, listen, if I'm wrong, totally get it. For me, it was, and I think the reason I keep saying that is because it is delivery in my head. And I totally understand, like, because we've all auditioned for roles where, like, oh, this is clearly written for a, a Kevin Hart or a Tiffany Haddish or a whatever type. So I right. totally get the auditions for those types and people are expecting that, but then kind of doing whatever. But I guess in my head, it was just the delivery of certain lines and the physicality of certain actions felt so close that like every time I do the, <laughs> you know, like it, that I'm purposely doing that because that is a Will Smith thing. And I think it's funny. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I really do believe like comedians have certain styles that are signatures to them. And I guess I saw some of those things that Ro was doing. So I, yeah. So I'm not purposely trying to make fun of him. Like point. I was like, there are nuances and I feel like some of those nuances were just cloudy, I guess in my head. So I'm not. I'm not trying to crap on him. I'm not trying to crap on him in any way. I was like, it was just certain things. I'm like, it's you gotta, like literally even say like, you get that baby. We do like that. Like they're okay. All right, but, all right, whatever. As you were saying, <laughs> it's like because I don't uh, want to drag. I'm not trying to drag him. I'm yeah. not. I'm just like it's just. I'm not. Think, I'm not trying to make fun of him. It's just you know. I think sometimes what they could what they do can be similar. To me, the difference is like oh, Kevin Hart has. Um, he has like an aggression to him yeah. that Rel doesn't do. Like he has like a, he has like, like I'm gonna step to you, and then like, and then when somebody actually steps to him, he's like, oh, never mind. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I feel like yeah. Rel's thing is like, like this is crazy, but okay, you know, like he, yeah, he doesn't like. Ha- he's a little bit more laid back. He's a little he's bit more laid back. Quite as high strung as Kevin Hart is. Right. And maybe is and maybe that's the thing that's slightly different is that he's tipped more into the neurotic sort of area for this movie, right? Maybe that's what it is, right? Jura? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, may, it, you know, it, it to me, and he's yeah, not, and, and, I, and he's I not do as like, laid back, right? <clears throat> well, yeah. What the thing I like about Rail though is that Rail, you're right, John. Like both of you guys, like Rail does the thing where like he isn't confrontational, like he isn't. Like, the big thing about him is, like, hey, man, I'm not doing that. Like, he just lets things happen to him, so he's almost a victim most of the time. Like, if you watched him on Carmichael, Tiffany Haddish, like, everyone runs over him and makes fun of him. Right. And he just takes it, which I think is interesting. It was just that in this movie, every time he got riled up, it felt, again, just to me, it felt like the way it was delivered and, and performed, those parts didn't come out of frustration. It felt right. very, like... Kevin Hart like instead of the rail of of like if you watch him on Carmichael when he would do certain things even when he would get very frustrated it was uh, still kind of a victimized frustration I don't know it's just like right. the delivery was different um, but that was just yeah it's just me it's like when he's uh, like in the seed with the foot lo- where like he's like <laughs> oh yeah oh so you got this so you got the new Space Jam so you're gonna get it from me and all my boys and he's like oh, all of them and he's like all of them. All these boys. So, even, so even, one, even this dude. Even this dude. <laughs> one, one, two, three, four. This, even this dude. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that felt like real to me. Yeah, you know if, I mean? he could, but, if he could have stayed in that world the whole time. Yeah, like right. that felt, yeah, that felt right. Um, but and again, I'm not trying to drag him. It's just like there were certain parts I couldn't really enjoy because I was like, ah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it did, uh, there were definitely times where it felt like he's not being funny in the way that I know he's funny. He's being funny in a different kind of way. It's a weird character. Yeah, it's a very weird character. I, I, weird I, premise. Uh, a man <laughs> gets out of a wheelchair and walks for the first time, and the only way we react to it is, oh, wow. That's, <laughs> that's as much weight 
but I <laughs> as mean, the like, movie gives how, that moment. Well, here's my problem with it is that they shouldn't give it, it they shouldn't get it anyway. Because who cares? It, because we know that he's going to stand up and start playing basketball. Because if we didn't, this wouldn't be a movie. Nobody's surprised by that. So I'm not going to actually sit here and pretend like I think that this dude actually can't walk. You know what I mean? So like to have like the moments where you're playing violin strings yeah. while he gets up and like and and like Erica has to like act this moment like she's actually seeing her grandfather walk for the first time like in real like really act that out and it not be a comedic thing. I'm just like, why are we doing this? All I this all is not I, what the movie. all I needed for that was for her to faint. No other lines. Boom, there you no go. Anything. That's hilarious. Like that would have been great. Like, like he hasn't walked in thirty years. Like that would have been great. To or see. she's, or she's just like, you can walk, nigga. You can walk this entire yeah, time. Yeah. I knew you could walk. You weren't walking because you lazy. Man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, have it be a comedic moment. Don't try to make a real moment from this. This isn't a real movie. It's a comedy. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. whatever. It's okay. It's fine. <laughs> I know you guys like it. I know you like it. It's fun. It's fun. Nate Robinson was fun. <laughs> I like him. I love I love Reggie Miller <laughs> at the arcade game, just missing it. And the woman just <laughs> like literally opened it. up a thing. She's like, you oh yeah, it. perfect yeah. score. Mm-hmm. That's the that highest was score you've ever made. <laughs> because Wait, you let him? Is this dude blind? <laughs> and then I loved him putting on Yo, glasses that you could see. And it was like the, the whole time all he needed was glasses. <laughs> like he and wasn't he blind. Said, he looked to everyone else and said, Why didn't y'all tell me? <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> like, why didn't y'all tell me I was blind? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. That was great. He's like, Y'all know I wasn't making any of those shots. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh man, that was the van set up where he was like, he was like, "That's the boom boom room," and he's like, "You can't take your shoes off in a boom room." Back back here, yeah. <laughs> so back here is the boom boom room, <laughs> and up here it's the same area. It's the same. What's the difference? Well, that's the boom boom room. It's three, it's three <laughs> steps back. <laughs> it's the same carpet. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Uh, uh, I mean. And then of course I was then, annoyed it was great by the that they oh. smallest thing. That joke. Wait, oh yeah, when did that happen? They just played the original like oh, the yeah. sample. Oh, that that video. annoyed you? Oh, I was just like I thought that was one of the times that it kind of worked because he well, that was relentlessly them. rapped over it, even though it was not the song. <laughs> he, ne- I know. he never acknowledged that it wasn't the song. <laughs> he just kept rapping over it. Like he's not rapping with you. He didn't have the moment of Oh, it's that other one. He never had that moment. He just pulls it out and plays the I original. guess I just didn't believe it. I was like, I was like, Rel is Rel is like 30 something playing like a 20 something year old. Right, yeah. And Kyle Irving's like <laughs> like 30 playing a 60 year old. So you have two people who are the sa- basically the same age <laughs> playing different like trying to like play younger and older than themselves to make this joke about the fact that there was that now Biggie is considered old school, but there's music that's even older. Yeah, I, I was just like, okay, whatever, fine. You get, you can have it. Have a joke. Have, have <laughs> it. Have that joke. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, yeah. and then and then the end is. Uh, I did like the I, I did like the scene where he was giving out everybody like little things, like it felt like a Space Jam moment to me. 
Yeah, that where, was nice. Where he I was liked like, I liked that scene and I liked that each thing made the person better at Yeah, basketball. here are your glasses. Uh, we had seen them we had seen them all get whopped by a bunch of a bunch of actual girls, like right. actual little girls. That so it's not even so it's oh yeah for sure that scene could have been funny but it's not even like hundred percent I thought right? it could have been uh but it's not even like the yeah girl it's like no you're supposed to be at least good at basketball to some degree and you're not making any shots blah blah, blah right but then the second they get whatever the gift is they're immediately better at <laughs> like they're immediately sinking shots homeboy gets out of the wheelchair um. Also, I laughed out loud when Erica was like, when he was like, uh, when she says, why are you doing this? Like, what about your family? And he's like, I'm an orphan. I don't have a family. And she was like, that's not true. And she look, turns over to them and she's like, your family's right there. I laughed out loud because I was like, F you. Yeah. Are you kidding me? He <laughs> just told you he was an orphan and your thing is to say, oh, look at all these old people you just met this past week. Met they're your family. Oh. Excuse me? What? Oh, <laughs> it was insane. <laughs> it, it made no sense. It made no sense at all. I'm like, yo, this dude grew up without parents. He doesn't. Nobody cares like, for him in his life, and you try to tell him <laughs> the bunch of old people. And the re- and the thing it's is, like the real family. the real life. Hey, stuff. Hey, hey, yo, yo, shut up! Shut up! <laughs> shut up! You got a family, nigga. It's these old people right over there. <laughs> hey, shut up! I want to hear your sob story. They your family now. Don't you cry? I just, suck it up. <laughs> I just met them. No, but I I just met them. <laughs> I just met them today. One of them I met today. <laughs> One of them I met today. Oh, man. That was so funny, even though it wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to be a sentimental moment. Um, yeah, honestly, you're right. It, uh, guys, I can't talk about this movie anymore. It's going to make me sad. Uh, all right. This is, that's enough. We talked about it a lot. Shaq, the Shaq thing was fun. They, it, I was invested in the basketball game. I'm glad they won. I'm glad that they had him shoot a three. That was cool. Yeah, that was great. The best part the was the he... basketball stuff. Yeah, and the little references they had too. They had they had one moment at the end where um, where Kyrie goes up to Chris Webber and goes, "Hey man, <laughs> just so you know, there's only we have no timeouts, Bruh, I died. Laughing. That was hilarious. I'm like, this that was is great. Like this is a straight up basketball reference. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Um, uh. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. I knew they were gonna win. (laughs) You know, I have no idea what that is at all. Yeah, (laughs) and that's okay. Then that's okay. That that, you know, like, because that wasn't for me. That part, that 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 part, actually wasn't for me. Actually, wasn't for you. (laughs) Uh, I love Nick Crow jumping in the air to try to block that shot. That was so funny. His face, like, (laughs) that was so funny. And then the end, him just being like, they're like, good game, and then he's like, good game, and then Nick Crow's like, good game. Uh, <laughs> you playing my games with me, man? He's I like, actually, what? Yeah, yeah. I did like this. I also liked. I also really liked this moment. I thought it would have worked way better if it, if there was some different framing for the rest of the movie. But it was really great when they were like, "What if you make the shot?" You know, like that. That part like was like, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is great." And then the, it's like, "What if I don't make it?" And then they all say, "What if you do at the same time?" Like I was like, "Yeah, like this is." This is probably the heart stuff that was pulling on your heartstrings draw at the end of this that made you go, I love this movie. It was really cool, but I was like, 
Wouldn't it be way cooler if he had a relationship with? If that was the thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if he had a relationship with any of these people, and they knew they knew that he's been not doing this this whole time, and like and like say the say one or two of them actually know him, had a relationship with him before this, and they know that he's been sitting on this pain this whole time, and they are like, yeah, come out, play with it. You have to do it now. You know that would have been great. Would have loved it. Yeah, well, this movie wasn't that, guys. Oh, oh God. You know, uh, I, yeah, nothing. I mean, I, I, I want to talk to Hollywood, but I feel like I need to talk to myself. Can I talk to myself for two seconds, y'all? Uh, Just for sure. a quick this second. This is getting very introspective. And, and, and um, you know, Gerard, how's it going, brother? I mean, it's going well, you know? It's going fine. <laughs> we saw this movie, and I realized that there aren't a lot of black family films, you know? So when you see one, you just grasp for it and wish it was the best, you know? But you gotta realize that every family film isn't house guest, you know? Even though you want it to be house guest or first kid or any type of family movie where you're like, oh, this is fun for adults, but also cool for kids, but then also stars people of color, you know? So I've watched this movie and you know, your hopes your hopes are a little shot right now. You started this podcast feeling good, but then your evil comedy partners have turned this joyous movie into a bad movie, and I don't know what to do about it. Uh, guys, I got nothing. Like, I have nothing. Like, the movie really, I liked it, and now I'm like, oh, man, I don't think this is a good movie at all. You guys, wait. You just called us evil. Wait, you called <laughs> us evil? Said- yes. Because I was happy until you guys brought me down. Also, House Guest has Sinbad in it, but it's all white Yeah, people. it's just, yeah, it's just Sinbad. What are you, you talking see, You about? see what you're doing right now, John? You see what you're doing right now? You're bringing me yeah, down. Well, I'm you're bringing me down. <laughs> so I realized something. I realized that, because we all just watched Uncle Drew, right? Yep. Yeah. Y- yes, yes, James. So Uncle Drew is a movie about a bunch of people coming together, playing basketball. We playing basketball. That's like Ball. Mike. That's a different movie. That's like okay. Mike. You're right. Oh, that's and that. That's then, not, oh, you're right. And then through the basketball game, people grow and change. Right. Mm-hmm. It's people. Yes. There's a scene in the middle of Hancock. Okay, where he's playing basketball. And it's this exact moment when we learn that he's changed. Because the ball goes out over the fence. He goes, he gets the ball. And then everyone's like, is he going to fly away? Is he going to go out and be free and be, be badass Hancock? No, he comes back in. He comes back in. And it's that moment that we learn that he's he's a different person. That's not true. It is. It's that moment. No. It's that moment that we learn. <laughs> oh. Uncle Drew is Hancock. Wait, what? Uh, Uncle okay. Drew. This. Okay. Is this? He. Is, he Uncle ha- Drew. James is shaking. Uncle Drew. He's literally shaking. Is yeah. Hancock? Uh, what? Okay. No. Uh. Right. <laughs> Calm he down. just passed Uncle Drew. Uncle. Calm down. I. No. Me. No. All right. He Uncle Drew. James. Enough. Enough. 
All right. He's being real Jamesy like all right. I'm gonna do it. All right, James. Oh All right, James. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the cause. We rate and review films, not based on how much we like I hate them, them so much, <laughs> whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. If we think the film fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. If we think it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. If we think, man, this movie didn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. On the count of three, we're gonna throw up our ratings. Oh boy. One. Right. One. Okay. Two. Two. Uh, Three. Three. Ugh. I give it a palm. We have three white palms. Three white palms. Do you want me to go first? Sure. I can't handle it. I just gave it a white palm because, um, uh, yo. Stop. Don't. Guys, <laughs> what? We out what? Okay. <laughs> just, what? Just we out here. We out. We've been out here for for a decade, just grinding on the comedy scene, making characters, doing sketch. You about to give Kyrie Uh-oh, what's happening? an entire movie based off of a character Uh-oh. that he made for a Pepsi commercial, and then make that into a movie? Oh, you're upset. Nah, I can feel it. Come on, you ain't helping nobody. Wow. Kyrie already famous. I can he got feel money. How angry he is! He ain't about to do an acting career. <sighs> I mean, I mean, I mean, you're you're right. It's I mean, are we allowed? Fine. Are we allowed to? No, no. I always get weird because I'm like, are you allowed? Like, are we allowed to actually have opinions to certain things? I'm like, because if if that's if that's the case, can you tag me in when you're done? Because I got. Are some we allowed to, to have opinions? <laughs> I think we are allowed to have opinions. We have a podcast. My white palm is going to slap no, your no, white palm. No. No, because we have a podcast, but also we live I'm in a world where you rock. can have an opinion. Please pass the rock. All right, now this is the thing. If we about to fucking do it, let's fucking do it. All right. I'm tired of what? being out here in these streets. I'm I'm looking at this movie, right? And you know what? John is right. John is right. This movie could have been really, really fun. And the thing is, is you don't one, 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 you should have had some comedians write the movie. That would have helped. You could have had just a bunch of comedians, like you could have had, I don't know, a group of three comedians, maybe. Three, person like, write the movie. I mean, no, three exactly. comedians, they could have just sat together, wrote this movie, and you would have had a movie with a little bit of heart, and that is fun. That is a fun movie. But you relied on improv, and you relied on people who, be truthfully honest, besides Tiffany, who aren't known, well, and the crow who aren't known to do a bunch of improv. Like, that's not, like, that's not the thing. That's not, like, Kyrie Irving isn't known to be the 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 athlete who has the post you know post game interviews where he's giving you jokes and one liners. That's not who he is. Like Shaq, yes, totally. Shaq makes sense. If you need people to play basketball, cool, got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like this is weird. And if you needed someone to play basketball but also have heart, you could have had someone dress up a, a real person, kind of be Kyrie, and then have a fucking basketball stunt double to do the basketball scenes. Simple. We do it all the time. I yep. saw, like Mike, it was Bow Wow playing basketball, and he was dunking. I know Bow Wow couldn't dunk at 12, because I'm not an idiot. Like, we could have made it work. Wait <laughs> like, a minute, what are we doing? On. That wasn't Bow Wow? <laughs> no, it wasn't Bow Wow. Like, I'm not dumb. Rob, what and what I'm simply saying is, is that we live in a world now where we truly, truly understand that it's not even about the actors really anymore. It's about the IPs. It's about like the intellectual property. Like, cool, Uncle Drew was a great commercial. If you wanted to make this into a movie, boom, let's 
build this movie with a shitload of fucking comedians and like let's rework this goddamn script. Let's milk it. Let's pull it. Let's ah. Uh, and I guess they tried to do that. And again, I think this movie does have heart, which is why I initially liked it. And I liked that it was about family and respecting the old school and new school. But I do think something was dropped and 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 I can't tell what it was. Like there's something that's off. Like, it really is something that's off, and even though we did this review for over an hour and a half or something, I still can't pinpoint what my... Something is wrong with it to me, and I'm, and I'm sorry I can't articulate it very well, but it's just, ah, it's so frustrating watching something like this, and you're just thinking to yourself, you could have helped make this great, and we deserve greatness, and it's like, ah. Anyway, that's all I got. I'm just frustrated, y'all. Well, it um... Been, uh, oh, go ahead, sorry. I thought you were done. No, that's it. No, that's it. Well, I mean, I gave it a I gave it a palm because of because uh, of the basketball thing. Like, I was just like, why is this a movie? Why is this a comedy film that also is supposed to have a a, a lot of heart, like way more heart than expected? And it stars five or six non actors. Like uh, <clears throat> the writer, his name is Jay Longino. Uh, Maybe he, I don't know, he looks white to me. He played professional basketball in Mexico. He played professional basketball in Mexico. Is he, is that, that's what he, some Latin influence? He's a, he's a, he's he's a basketball player. Okay, continue. Um, Okay. (laughs) He also is a writer. He wrote, he wrote a graphic novel. It's fine. He's a writer too. But, um, he's not a comedian. Yeah. Um uh, uh yeah, I just you know, I just it just felt like there was that's a problem. I just have a problem with that. It's like it's like this movie is helping us to see more black faces on screen, so it doesn't get nothing from me for that. And then also because of like it's like Lil Rel's first lead role, right? Um it is, it uh, and, Tiffany, and Tiffany Haddish is is back in something, so it's like I can't give it nothing for that because of that. Like that actually feels big and that feels important and that feels like a step in a really great direction. Uh, black director also, so it's like that's great. Um, but like, just there are just moments in this movie that don't work, and it's for all of the stuff that we've been saying so far. Like it's just having non actors and also just having non comedian write it. Um, and also not a black person. I mean, like, he got basketball, but it's like, I think that there could have been some black stuff, especially with old school versus new school oh my that God, we could have so really much. dealt with. Like, and, that would have been and cool. What, and what we got was, like, oh, hippity-hoppity. Yeah, which uh, is from the commercial. I know, but I mean, like, come on. Like, that's such a tired trope that yeah. we... Yeah, I mean, hippity-hoppity is, we, that's exactly what they say every time. Like, exactly hippity-hoppity. <laughs> like, right? Like, uh, so, yeah, so... So that was why I I didn't give it a fist. All right, three white palms. Uh, but uh, you know, yeah. you guys, go see it, support. But go see it, and I actually I do I want to say I do hope that it makes money. Looks like it could make some, you know. Yeah. And so I I hope that it does, and I hope people go see it because it is like a it, it's a fun thing to get you out of the house this summer and into some air conditioning for sure. Um, thank you for listening. You can follow us at Blackman Podcast. Blackmanpodcast.com is our website. Uh, if you rate and review us on iTunes, give us five stars. We will read your review on the air. I'll read some more. Here we go. This is by Wiggly Jiggly Giggles. Wow. <laughs> Wiggly Jiggly Giggles. Uh, yes is the title. 
New subscriber, loving the podcast and everyone's energy. Love it. And then this one is by Weta9, Black Excellence. Very entertaining and necessary podcast. It's made me go back and rewatch some quality movies. This is critical summertime content. I love it. Thank you so much. You can follow me at John Braylock. JohnBraylock.com is our website. James? You can follow me at James Third Comedy. James Third Comedy. Dot com. Third is 3RD. And you can follow me at Gerard Milligan on Twitter and Instagram. And if you're in New York City, uh, come on out uh, July 12th. Or sorry, not July 12th. July 9th, Monday, uh, 9 p.m. We are going to be at UCB uh, East Village uh, performing with Astronomy Club. All right. Thank you guys so much. Next week, we're going to go back. I forgot. we. Yeah, we're going to go back to uh, our Whoopi Goldberg miniseries. Uh, and we will be reviewing Ghost. <laughs> we're going to do it. Bray is, Bray is so mad. I'm, I'm, I'll I'm, say right I'm, now, I think she's in 10 minutes of the movie. Oh, well, <laughs> wow. If that's true, I'm going to be so mad. I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> she won an Oscar. In, I think she's in two scenes, but she won the Oscar for like two scenes. For the supporting actress. Yeah, but she's one of a select few black women All to right, win here we go. a single Whoopi Oscar. Whoopi Goldberg, star of dozens of films. <laughs> hey, no. Listen, it's the, same, it's the same as Cuba Gooden. Cuba Gooden. I've been very... Well, it's probably not the exact same as Cuba Gooden. He's, he's in way more of Jerry Maguire than I think she's in Ghost. I've been very upfront also, about how many also, scenes Also, Cuba in. wasn't leading movies. He led the one movie, yeah, he and then the he didn't couple. lead movies for years. That's true. Whoopi led the first that, movie she came out. Or movies that were in theaters. That's true. Right. No, that's but true. she didn't okay. win an Oscar for that's it. True. That's I true. I know. She should have, but she didn't. But she didn't. Uh, all right. Yeah, she should have. She was nominated. All right. Uh, peace. We'll see you. Peace. That was a HeadGum Podcast.